Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Daft Prodigy, joined by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You are listening to Session 60, The Noblest House. When we last left the cover of night, Unia had quenched the fire in the Temple of Eridan, and had somehow brought forth an echo from the Shadow Plane in its ruins. Meanwhile, Damien contended with a bothersome compulsion effect, and the rest of the party found themselves wondering how best to escape the watchful eyes of the Grey Maidens. To whom, I wonder, could they possibly turn for help? This session features sound effects and music by Sirenscape, and music by Michael Gelfi Audio. More on those at the end of the session. But you're not here to listen to me talk. Well, I guess you kind of are, but you're here to hear me talk in character, not for announcements. So let's listen to some characters, and some real characters, in this session of Curse of the Crimson Throne. Hello, beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And welcome back to to Curse, Curse of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. <laughs> so, I think we all know what happened last time on Curse of the Crimson Throne. <laughs> but just in case, just in case, let's recap. Recap. Just a little bit. Yes. A little tiny bit um so after making friends with a little goblin druid uh who had taken portobello our missing otiug under her wing as her animal companion under her wing uh figuratively not (laughs) literally we exited the sewers uh on the um in the heights district Mm -hmm. uh and saw in the cloudy sky across the Narrows of Saint Alica, mm-hmm. a building burning. Yes, on a notable building burning. Yes, on um, Andron Isle. Mm-hmm. And as we got closer, we saw it was the Temple of Aridin. So we rushed forward. We actually used the actual bridge this time uh, because it was faster than going through the sewers and we were kind of hoping that if we got there fast enough, maybe we could, you know, save some lives, prevent the fire from spreading. You know, Unia has their firefighter hat now and we're all very proud Mm. of them. Um, And it was a bit too late. It was, it was indeed a bit too late. Mm -hmm. Uh, We went to the temple of Veridan. The entire temple was ablaze. Mm -hmm. And inside after casting uh, protection from energy fire on ourselves. Uh, we went into the burning building. Clutch move, by the way. Uh, yeah. from energy fire. It's good to have a druid on the team. Uh-huh. Um, found that the three acolytes of Aridin who took care of the temple had been killed. Mm-hmm. They'd been uh, strung up chains on their wrists mm-hmm. uh, and Holding to the columns that support the inner yeah. vault of the cathedral. Yeah, and all of them were burned to death. 
Mm -hmm. um, as we went into the bowels of the burning ruin, we heard a familiar voice. One rain, rain, burn, Gorman impression. <laughs> wow. uh, that of Signifier Strickland. Yes. The Hell Knight of the Order of the Pyre, who has been searching for Kester after we rescued Kester from his kidnapping. Um, he had previously kidnapped Kester and taken him to the Hell Knight Fort outside of town uh, where the Order of the Nail likes to gather uh, and had Kester sketching legend lore visions uh, that he had seen in this basin, yes. this ancient at artifact Citadel. at the Hell Knight Citadel. Uh, so he had Kester imprisoned and drawing compulsively for Days and days and days yeah. and days, uh, ostensibly with the goal of figuring out what Iliosa has planned and stopping her. Uh, because if you kill a if you kill a, a city, you know that's a bunch of perfectly good workers that you could crush <laughs> under your iron heel. Yep. From what he was saying, it sounds like he has some knowledge of what's going on here. And so we, but he's not willing to share yeah, it with you unless yeah. you give him the boy. He's lost a bit of himself. He um, certainly has. He's got a bit of a um. A glowing, or, a glowing skeleton kind of deal going on. How much did he really lose? Eh, fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were like, well, if you wanted to work with us, uh, why didn't you tell us what was going on and ask for our help instead of, you know, burning down one of the few things that uh, our time displaced party member uh, holds dear to their heart yeah. and trying to take uh, one of our few dear friends away from us. Yeah. And he basically said, I did this so that you would listen because you wouldn't have listened to me otherwise. Uh -huh. uh, and we're like, sure. It's like, sure, sure Jan. Sure, Jan. Uh, you did it because you liked it. And he's like, well, I liked it too, but that's not the point. Uh, <laughs> and we tried very hard to kill him. And he tried very hard to kill us. Lenore went down. Uh, Lenore got brought back up. Yes. And then he teleported and then away. And he teleported away when we had him surrounded by... Uh, Things we had summoned. <laughs> yes. And so then, uh, so then that brings us to now. Mm -hmm. Unia had a bit of a divine intervention. Yes. And uh, extinguished all the flames. Uh, and also got a piece of some sort of wooden shield. Yes. Yes. And now that brings us to you kneeling before the altar. Burned. A single beam of moonlight shining down upon you as smoke hangs in the air. Uh, <coughs> thanks for getting me back up. Where's Damien? Now, Damien is uh, currently being detained. Yes. How will the party deal with that? Hi. Hi there. Um, I'm yes. Siren. We're the cover of we Night. We know who you are. Hi. We just went to try to rescue people from a burning building, and our friend here got compelled by imps that were in the building to go back to the mainland. Now, we don't have any more dispel magics. He does have a dispel magic prepared today. If we could get it to get him to cast it on himself, that might help. Mm. Um, but he obviously can't cast it while he's wearing manacles. No, he shouldn't be able to cast any manner of things while under arrest for no. trying to violate quarantine. 
I'm so sorry. That's so inconvenient. He definitely wouldn't have done that if he weren't being magically compelled. Moral diplomacy. <laughs> uh, this is Siren trying to be diplomatic. Yep. Uh, so... Oh, that's a 19 on die. Oh. That's a 37. With a 37. You say he's acting under a magical compulsion. We tried to get it off of him, but he ran away. Hmm. You are not to leave the city. You are not to leave Endron Isle. We totally understand. As you will remember when you were permitted entry to Endron Isle, a quarantine is in effect. And to enter Endron Isle is to accept that you will remain here until the quarantine is lifted. Ah. If I recall correctly, you, d you said we may have to remain here. But... What's what's a word between friends? Um, sure. Okay. So, uh, we'll the take... The conditions of uncertainty were, if the quarantine is lifted, you will be allowed to leave. Okay. Okay. The quarantine is still in effect, and thus, you must stay here. Um, I... Siren wants to argue. She bites her tongue. Can I be taken to my friend, please? We have a very strong friend of ours here. Hi, I'm Lenore. You recognize me, I'm sure. And she's going to hold on to him until we can get him cured, okay? We will release him into your custody. Thank you so much. However, a curfew is in effect, and we suggest that you find shelter. Yep, we're just going to go back to the, uh, the burned-out building and try to do some repairs while we're there. Very well. Thank you so much. Be gone. Damien gets pushed forward. Ah! They release the manacles. Okay, okay. Hi, thank you. Can you convince them to let me go to Thuminexus? Damien's sort of flailing his hands around. He's trying to get back to the to the guards, and Ophelia is uh, gently but firmly uh, leading him over to Lenore, who grasps a hold of his forearms. And <laughs> if you want me to make some combat maneuver checks. Yeah, uh, somebody try to grapple Damien. All right, Lenore's, <laughs> Lenore's going to try to grapple Damien. <laughs> uh, um, okay. I had a combat maneuver thing here, but I don't anymore. All right. Uh, so that's, uh, it's my BAB plus my strength. Yes. So Lenore will briefly blood rage. Uh, grab, <laughs> rage grab Damien. Rage grab her friend. So that's a plus 15. Uh, that's a 30, which well exceeds Damien's yeah. CMD. Damien, you are quite restrained at this point. Let me go! What are Damien's you doing? squirming in Lenore's hands, trying to get out. Damien, who gave you the idea that you had to go back and work on your thesis? Um, I mean, I was, I was fighting. I heard... I heard an imp say something, but they were right. They were right. I have to go back and work on my thesis. Damien? Ophelia sort of snaps her fingers in front of his face. Mm -hmm. Can you look at me? Look at me. Do you think it's possible you are under some sort of compulsion effect? Uh, can I have Damien roll something? Um, you could roll a knowledge arcana. All right. To recognize an ongoing spell effect. Uh, 23. Um, 
Yeah, let me see. Uh, let me check knowledge real quick. Uh, identify a spell uh, effect that is in place. It's 20 plus the spell level. You know, uh, it's... It, so, Damien. Mm-hmm. It's entirely possible that a compulsion effect could be trying to convince you to do this. But, with that in mind, it is the best course of action for you right now. And and it doesn't really matter whether it's a compulsion making you do it or something else. The best thing for you to do right now is work on your thesis. I mean, how long has it been? It's been like it's been several months. My advisors yeah. are going to be so mad. Yeah. Like what logical excuse do you have to not go work on your thesis right now? Nothing. Um, it's the most important thing you could be doing. Right I, now. I would like to submit that we are currently trapped on Ender Nile in quarantine. Damien, this is but a trifle. <laughs> the thesis is what matters. Can I make like a diplomacy role on behalf of Ophelia to see if she can convince him that um, maybe just not, just to be on the safe side, he should cast Dispel Magic on himself just 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 for the heck of it? Um. What? Wait. Damien? Sure. Um, I went. Actually, I have an idea. Damien, I went and talked to the uh, the Grey Maidens, and they told me that they'll let us go to Thuminexus if you cast Dispel Magic on yourself. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, roll diplomacy. Uh, or should that be bluff? Ha bluff, yeah. <laughs> and then just have Damien roll a sense motive. <laughs> I love when the party. Natural 20 on the bluff. Oh. 35. Um, okay. Can Damien, can Damien beat that? No. Damien has a three to sense motive. <laughs> um, yeah, Damien. Uh, he rolled an eight. Do you want to believe that? Yes. How, how, how much uh, do you want to believe that? Uh, it, do you find the lie believable? Uh, do you think it's unlikely? Is it far-fetched? Do you think it's impossible? Ophelia is one of Damien's best friends. Mm -hmm. uh, they knew each other before this whole mess even started. Oh, yes. Um, I think... Uh, Damien knows that Ophelia has his best interests in mind and that uh, a good part of uh, of being a researcher, of being a scientist, is um, making sure that you've taken in the data from all of the sources available. Okay. Uh, so Damien will try to cast a spell magic on himself uh, and needs to make because it Because if you do this, this does mean that you get to leave. Yes, because this will allow you to or leave. Or you do it now. Um, um, you can either, uh, so hold on, let me pull up Dispel Magic real quick. Um, well, um, the spells that Damien has on him now are communal protection from energy suggestion. Okay. Now of those two, I believe communal protection from energy is the higher caster level. Yes. Yes. Is that one's caster level nine? Now, do you want to ignore that and target whatever the next best effect on you is yes because you do know that um yeah that communal protection from energy is not a compulsion effect yes <laughs> yes um again oh. now you're 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 like it's entirely possible that you're under a compulsion effect yeah but even if you are the most important thing is getting off of engine Island. yes and 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 if this doesn't work damien's gonna try to swim <laughs> Sure. Um, sure, Damien. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, so for a moment, Lenore... So Damien nods uh, and uh, starts um, muttering his arcane words. And Lenore lets his arms go so he can cast. 
and Damien will cast Dispel Magic on himself. Uh, and I will. Did you roll. go to the temple before doing this? Or are you doing this like right here? Uh, we would have we would have gently dragged him to the temple as okay. we were talking. Okay. Um, I think by now, actually, uh, the protection from energy would have worn off. Okay. It's been a bit. Okay. Well, Damien is going to cast a spell magic on himself. I'm going to do the caster level check in the dice roller because I don't trust my own luck. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, R1d20 plus nine. Whoop. 21. Damien, suddenly it seems a little irrational to have been so obsessed with going to do your thesis. What? Why did I do that? Uh, and you will know. I mean, you'll know immediately. Like, it, it, that's the compulsion effect lifting. Oh, shit. Because you did identify that it is possible this could be the result of a compulsion effect. But while you were under the... This is, this is, so this is one of the interesting things. And I, I know that you were sort of like, but I know that it's a compulsion effect. It's like, yes. In the case of, of, the, of a compulsion effect, your mind becomes the enemy. Yes. Yeah. Um... Like, even if you're under a compulsion effect, it's really the best thing to do. Maybe that imp had your best interest at heart. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's my cousin or something. Yeah, maybe. It, I, I don't know. I just got a feeling. Um, <laughs> so Damien, so Damien casts a spell magic on himself. Then stands there for a second, blinking. I'm on leave. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> so... You guys rest for the night, yeah? Yeah. You're resting in the temple? Yeah. Um, Unia is going to do some heals on Lenore. Um, we already rolled a couple of heal checks. Coincidentally, uh, that's just about all she needed to get healed back up. She should heal the rest up overnight. <laughs> awesome. All right. And Daybreak's light streaming in through the broken skeleton of the Church of Aridon. Yes. Alighting on the charred stone. At some point before um, uh, everyone else is up, uh, Unia will take that little bit of uh, wood mm -hmm. to Damien to see if he can identify anything. Okay. Um, to cast Detect Magic? Yes. All right. Give me a fortitude save. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no. Oh no. As this thing <laughs> lights up like a fucking beacon. Oh god. 23? What is it you see on that? Uh, uh actually I don't believe you do make a fortitude save. You look at this and you are stunned. Oh god. By the power of the magic radiating off it. It's like it's like like, like there are like pulses of energy just emanating from this thing, uh, like zoom, 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 just radiating out. Um, you may make a spellcraft check though. All right, after Damien is done making uh, unhappy noises, <laughs> spellcraft. I'm using up all of my good rolls right now, everybody. Just warning you. That's Amazing. a 36. A 36. This is a piece of an artifact known as the Shield of Aridin. Oh. The Shield of Aridin is a plus five light fortification, spell resistant, heavy wooden shield. Oh. Um, now, 
you don't have the full shield, so you don't actually get all of the properties of it. Uh-huh. But I will tell you, you, you gather that the magic is dissipated a bit while broken. Uh-huh. But if you were to find all of the pieces of this, you could put it back together and restore the shield of Aridon. Uh Now it was... Um, Roll knowledge. Actually, roll knowledge history. Okay. Um, actually, wait. Before before you do that, uh, let me give you a little bit of stuff about it. Okay. Um, so you do know that once per round is an immediate action if an adjacent ally uh, is hit with a ranged or melee attack, the bearer can use the shield to redirect the attack to themselves, uh, <sighs> taking all effects from uh, from the attack as if they were the intended target of the attack. <laughs> uh, all allies within a hundred feet of the bearer gain the effects of bless and prayer. Additionally, all allies within 100 feet of the bearer know his relative position and condition as per the status spell. Uh, beyond these properties, the Shield of Aridin is designed to protect its bearer from death. Uh, any attack that would kill the bearer or merely make him unconscious or dying triggers its ability, redirecting the lethal attack fully upon the shield and leaving the bearer unharmed, uh, even, the atta- even if the attack normally only works on living creatures. For example, the bear, if the bear failed to save against flesh to stone, the shield <laughs> would turn to stone and shatter instead. Oh, Whereas God. if the bear failed his saving throw against horrid wilting, the shield would turn to dry splinters. Uh, the power always destroys the shield, reducing it uh, to 1d20 nearly invulnerable shards that suggest the way in which it was last destroyed. Currently, uh, actually, currently, this shield is stone. What? Shield of Aridin uh, bestows two negative levels on any chaotic creature that attempts to wield it. Uh, these negative levels remain as long as the shield is held or carried. These negative levels uh, never result in actual level loss, but they cannot be overcome in any way, including restoration while the creature possesses the shield. So, uh, Damien realizing this, uh, I guess it doesn't proc on a shard. Damien will very quickly hand it back to you and you're like, ah, ah. <laughs> yes. Uh, you do feel very weakened anytime you touch this thing. Now, uh, I, I should clarify. This is a shard of the shield of Aridin. Yes. This is not the whole shield. No. Technically, you don't gain any of the benefits of it from no. just the shard. No. Um, however, I, I will tell you, um, you don't know from just looking at it how to fix this thing, because it looks like it's quite fucked. Yeah. Um, um, now, if you want to roll knowledge history, I can give you like a little bit of the history of the shield of Aridin. I would love that. Okay, so we'll have Damien roll. First, you have to succeed. Four rolls. Squelch does not have knowledge history. <laughs> Squelch has nine ranks in Handle Animal. All right. How does a 22 do me? You'll know. Um, let me see. A 22. Yeah, I don't I don't want to spend hero points yeah. on this check. No? Um, I mean... Yeah, you're calm. Let me, let me see. If you don't want to. Let's have Lenore use okay. uh, a hero point. Let me mark this off. Nope. <laughs> okay, what do we get with the twenty-two? With the twenty-two, um, you know the shield probably broke at some point. <laughs> Would a twenty-four get me anything nope. more? No. All no. right. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay. Sometimes you just don't roll well. You you know that um, the Shield of Aridin has a long and storied history. I just can't um, remember any of those stories right now. Sorry. Yeah, you don't know what the deal with the shield <laughs> is. 
you know that it was uh, apparently supposed to be a shield made by Aridin himself. Aridin being uh, a well-known smith back before uh, uh, he was uh, a god. That's his last name, Aridin, Aridin Smith. Aridin Smith, yes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're not sure about what the deal with all of this is. Maybe you could ask the museum or something. Mm. Anyway. What, what, day is, what day is today? It's the morning. Oh, good. Good, good lord. Um, it would be, I believe... Wednesday? Uh, I think it's Tuesday. Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday... Serenith the 23rd? Yes. Tuesday, Serenith the 23rd. Alright. Uh, got the sh got a shard of the Shield of Aridin last night when defending Temple. Made of stone. Actually, it might not be made of stone. Question mark? Yes, no, made of stone. Made of made stone. Of stone. Okay. So, um, we're, we'll, we'll kind of get together around the, um, not, not like the altar, uh, for like putting food on, but we'll sort of sit around there, uh, maybe try to pull up some. Oh no, is it a breakfast scene? Some pews. Yes. Oh no. We'll pull up some pews to all sit around together because damn it, we're having a breakfast scene. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, I, will, I will advise you. It has now been forty minutes. Fuck. Lenore passes. <laughs> we'll do an abbreviated breakfast scene. Lenore passes out the um, uh, the hard boiled eggs uh, that are uh, part of everybody's <laughs> rations. Uh, yes. <laughs> Portobello is extremely pleased, and um. So, uh, good morning, everybody. I've brought us here together to. Well, I mean. I passed out eggs, and now we're all here together, so. Um, we're going to go talk to the Arconas today, I think. Ophelia is unpeeling her hard-boiled egg. Yeah, uh, it's it's probably good that we're talking. Uh, we should figure out what we want from the Arconas. Like, we know that the Seneschal went into their custody, and then we haven't heard from him, and that Vincarlo also went to go check this out and we haven't heard from him either and we went to check out his hidden rooms and they'd been walled off with stone by somebody um and at that point um squelch will uh, having shoved her entire egg shell and all into her mouth uh will speak up <laughs> yes 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 um i i did i did that um vencarlo vencarlo orsini uh he is he is my friend. Uh, she sort of looks down like a little bashfully. <laughs> um, he asked asked for help. Wanted uh, shape stone. So uh, I I did that. Yeah. Why did he want that, Damien? Uh, sort of picking at the edges of the egg, being like uh, extra concerned about how well it's keeping being out here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. To to hide his his secrets um some of them he said there were bad people after him oh yeah uh red mantis eleanor uh cuts in uh handing another uh hard-boiled egg to portobello yeah we met some people burning down his buildings oh oh oh, oh no oh no i i did good though right uh, ophelia sort of nervously uh, twiddling uh, her fingers. Yeah, yeah, um, you did, you did great. 
I don't think the Red Mantis were able to find it. Also, uh, why you look different today? Oh, oh, um, the, the, um, the armor and stuff, it's, uh, it's part of a costume? Oh, like Blackjack. Yeah, yeah, like, like Blackjack. Amazing. <laughs> and so we want to go to the Arconas to ask where the Seneschal has gone, but I'm guessing we can't just go up and say, hello, we're the cover of night. We're super famous. We got rid of Pilt Swastel. Um, tell us where the Seneschal is or we'll get rid of you too. I, I don't think that would go over very well. Damien uh, sort of has finally uh, unpeeled <laughs> his egg with some difficulty. Uh, there are tiny little shards of eggshell all over the place. Your wrists are actually quite, quite uh, sore. Look, look, I'm normally better at this. Stop watching me. <laughs> Squelch, stop staring. <laughs> Why? Put all in mouth. <laughs> Amazing. And Damien uh, speaks up. Well, we know some things about the Arconas. We know that they used to own the warehouse that became the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden that Dr. Devalis was working out of and that there was an Urgothoan temple beneath. And we know that Malia Arcona was involved in All the World's Meat, which ended up being uh, a cannibal party. The extent to which she knew about that is unknown. We know that she was using a Raktavarna Rakshasa in the guise of a silver knife to spy on Varric Van Kaskerken, who was in charge of that shop. So, obviously, these people have a lot of money. It seems like they probably have some magical creatures on their side. And everybody in Endernial loves them because they have done all sorts of great things to build up the uh, charity work done by the city as a whole on Endron Isle. So we'd probably be risking making enemies of ourselves by just charging in. So, eh. Well, maybe instead of charging in, uh, we could just ask to talk? And keep in mind that we might be entering something dangerous. Oh, so like we normally do with just about everything? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we have, we have some extra things that we could make use of now. Um, I'm thinking that if we manage to find Van Carlo, we could give him back his things. Uh, Ophelia is trying to... Um, be a little bit um, cagey. Well, she's she's not trying to be a bit cagey. Ophelia appears a bit cagey as she's saying this um, mm -hmm. because uh -huh. Squelch is here and she's not sure if Squelch yes. knows that Ven Carlo is Blackjack. Does Squelch know if Ven Carlo is Blackjack? Um, I don't believe you would. Yeah. Um, no. So uh, Squelch, Squelch doesn't notice. <laughs> Squelch is busy uh, looking for additional eggs. <laughs> Lenore and Squelch are taking turns feeding Portobello, who is um, very happy and uh, rather sulfurous at this point. <laughs> so we don't know a whole lot about whatever's going on inside the Arcona Palace, 
Um, but we do know that whatever it is, if we cause too much of a stink, we could piss off Endronile, uh, and that these are people who have a lot of resources at their disposal. So we're going to go in, we're going to try to be nice, and if they don't nicely tell us what happened to the Seneschal, then, then we start pushing. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, do we know anything else about what happened to the Seneschal that I forgot? You know that um, uh, he was staying with uh, Salvatore. You know that Salvatore delivered him to House Arcona because he was injured and sick and needed help. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically, uh, Salvatore just knew uh, the, the Arconas as the most powerful people in town. Uh-huh. And so he was like, I'll go to them. Yeah. They've also been his patrons in the past. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a scrap of his clothing from... Lowry. Yes, and which she tried, found at Salvatore's place. Yes, and we tried to scry on him, and it, and it didn't work. Yes. Um, specifically, it didn't fail, mm. but we got the impression that it was being blocked by some sort of yes. anti-divination Something. spell. Yes. Uh, um, and you also know that Vencarlo went to Salvatore looking for Calipopolis, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently flipped out and was like, you've signed his death warrant, etc., etc. Yeah. So um, and then uh, shortly after there, uh, thereafter went after him. Yep, went undercover. It's been just under two weeks mm-hmm. uh, since Vencarlo left. Yes, I think it's two weeks as of tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and so we're gonna Amazing. head in. <laughs> okay, so you make your way across Old Corvosa, um, and all along you will see. Basically, as you all walk down the street, crowds will part for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as uh, you will see uh, various gangs uh, sort of stashing their flags as you walk by uh, and just sort of like uh, every now and then you see somebody who just nods at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what guys is Ophelia in? Um, Siren. In Siren guys. Yes, gotcha. uh, because Siren was re- recorded going yes. into Endernile. Uh, okay. And so you will see that there are a lot of people that are giving you a very wide berth. Mm-hmm. And uh, at at one point there will be like uh, there will be like a woman uh, with with uh, a young child uh, at her side, mm-hmm. and she sort of like rushes up. Oh, thank you, thank you, Cover of Night. You, you saved my family from from Piltswastel. These oh. thugs they were shaking us down every day. We didn't know how we were going to get out, but now they've all run. Yeah, uh, no problem. We're safe because of you. Oh, um, you're welcome. Go, go on then, uh, go on then, uh, uh, Lyra, show, show them what you did. And this, like, like three-year-old, uh, gets, like, a little, little, uh, flower out. Uh, I've got this for you. This for you. Lenore is going to just lean down and with just extreme gentleness take the little flower out of the little girl's hand and go, thank you so much. This is beautiful. And she blushes and hides her face in her mom's, uh, <gasps> in her mom's chest. Uh, oh. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, of course. Uh, what, what, what can we, what can we people look to do for you? I, I don't, um, Lenore uh, is fumbling for uh, something to say. Siren will step forward. Look out for each other. Be kind to each other. 
stand together. There are a lot of people out there who want to see you scared, who want to use that fear to control you. Don't let them. Uh, you know, we here in uh, Ninja and I, we, we've always held together, eh? And she sort of like looks at a few people around and they, and re recent times has been hard, but we hold together again. Why? I believe you can do it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Say goodbye to the nice people, Lyra. Oh, yeah. Flaps her fingers against the palm of her hand. Uh, little tiny hand, just going... Lenore uh, puts her arm holding the flower down and uh, Squelch will just gently reach up and grab the flower and tuck it into her belt. Oh. <laughs> you continue on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, as a note, uh, Unia has prepped protection from evil communal today. <laughs> uh, just in case any more imps want to try any shit. Amazing. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, you will go through, uh, the gates into, actually, at the gates, uh, into Fort Corvosa, the posh district. Mm -hmm. There will be, uh, a pair of agents wearing the house colors of House Arcona. Okay. We'll go up to them, uh, Lenore and Ophelia in front, uh, Damien, Unia, uh, and then uh, Squelch and Portobello in the back. Hi there. We're the cover of night. Uh, we're Regents. Just, we're looking to pass through into Fort Corvosa. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Cover of night. Hi. You are known to us. You are expected. Expected? Yes. Lord Arcona wishes to speak with you. Okay. You may proceed along the main road here until you come to the very end to the palace. You will be attended to and received by Konachan. Konachan. Konachan, the steward of House Arcona. Okay. Um, thank you. Yes. Well, do you require an escort? I don't think so. Very well. Uh, yeah, we're, we're good at escorting ourselves, thanks. Very well. Uh, as I said, you are expected. Y yeah. Wh why? Well, you, your reputation precedes you, Cover of Night, and Lord Arcona is most interested in meeting with you. It'd be awkward if you were expecting us for, like, a, a whole week or something and had you... No, I believe the primary uh, cause for his expectation is your recent execution of Pilt's Swastle. Oh, right, right. That little thing. Rather impressed by the calm you've brought to Endron Isle. Well, uh, we're really happy that we brought that calm, too. Very good. Seeing as we live in well, the area. Let us not keep you. He does motion for a few foot soldiers to sort of follow you guys. All right. Make sure they are protected. Not that we don't believe you can, you can't take care of yourself, but... Make sure we don't cast any shit on ourselves as we're coming up to the... 
<laughs> well, there goes my plan to cast the invisibility. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. We will uh, proceed. How does Fort Corvosa look compared to the time that we came up here from the uh, it's, from it's the a side little, of the river? It's a little worse for the wear. Mm. Um, you are starting to see the effects of isolation starting to take their toll. There are a few people um, out in the streets. Uh-huh. Um, there, there's a few. There's a few places where like groups of people are like banging on doors and asking for food and mm-hmm. shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you see uh, some nobles that you might have previously noticed talking about how everything was going to be fine. Uh-huh. Sort of... Um, um, Realizing it's not. Being a bit more disheveled. Mm. Looking a bit more ragged. Uh, like they haven't been able to bit take care of themselves. Uh-huh. Some of them looking like they might have been uh, working rather hard uh. Uh, to try and get together uh mm-hmm. what they need to survive gosh okay uh it's it's starting to look like this place is feeling the effects of isolation yeah, yeah. i mean all the trade has stopped and mm-hmm. stuff too and uh you will pass by a number of lavish estates uh, some of them with smashed windows mm-hmm. um some of them uh with armed guards posted outside mm-hmm. uh, the armed guards looking a little bit emaciated yeah and a little malnourished uh so um lenore is going to turn to some of the guards who are escorting us regardless uh how how have things been are the arconas holding up okay it doesn't look like many other people are they house arcona is well protected and well provisioned to sustain a long they see two of the guards like look at each other as if weighing what words to use. Period of isolation. Oh. That's interesting. Out of character. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because all the world's meat got started up like immediately after the king mm-hmm. died mm-hmm. by Malia Arcona. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, we were like, gosh, how did they know? Were they prepared? And now we've once again run into the very well-prepared Arconas. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. This, um, it, probably Damien is thinking of this to himself, but knows better than to say it. <laughs> sure. The Arconas are well-equipped to handle catastrophe. Well, that's that's nice. Um, it's, it's good to know that... Out of everyone in Corvosa, uh, the people who are best equipped to help other people are the people who are most prepared for disaster. Yes, and it is very good that the Arconas are so prepared. That's how we've been able to secure Fort Corvosa uh, from the degenerate mobs that have plagued the rest of Endrin Isle. Things could have been much worse here, if not for the Arconas. Squelch pulls out... uh, the little flower. Do mobs give you these? When they have been placated, they may do all manner of tokens of gratitude. But when they are angry, they tend to come with torches and pitchforks and not a lot of sense. Hmm. Burn the very buildings that could save them. Yes, goodness forbid that anybody on the side of law would see fit to burn a building that could help them. <laughs> and uh, 
So you will get to Palace Arcana uh, and <clears throat> drag it over to the right map here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like staring daggers in the in in what I think is the general direction of. Uh, <laughs> Signifier Strickland. Yeah. Just like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, look. All right. So. Ooh. You are brought to a wall with tall black stone encircling a rather large quadrant of old Corvosa. Uh-huh. Uh, there are guard towers on either side of an immense wrought iron fence that is on tracks. And uh, as you get close, you will see people in the guard towers. Uh, one of them uh, pulls forth a uh, little pipe and blows on it, and the loud whistle goes off. Uh-huh. And uh, at the sound of the whistle, the gate... Uh, you see a locking mechanism on the gate just sort of undo and the and the two sides of the metal grate actually sort of sliding past each other and you can see this like moray pattern as as these interlaced diagonal uh, bars sort of crisscross each other and it's almost like making the world beyond sort of shimmer <laughs> Squelch's eyes are sort of and uh, basically the way the pattern works is uh, it starts off with, like, very small uh, diamonds uh, sort of passing by each other. And as the as the gate uh, unfurls further, the diamonds in between uh, the bars get wider and wider uh, until, uh, until basically they just part uh, in a large opening. That's so cool! And what lies beyond are well-manicured lawns. Uh, hedgerows, uh, topiaries in the style of exotic animals. Uh, <laughs> you can see in the distance there is a, uh, there is, uh, there are a series of fences in which you can actually see a number of animals being oh. attended to by staff. Oh. There are um, very large gray creatures with big ears and long tentacles on the front of their faces. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, Porter, make a, Porter make a knowledge nature. Oh, knowledge nature. Oh, boy. Squelch, do you want to do a knowledge nature? Oh, uh, boy. Uh, she's actually only got a plus seven. That's not fantastic. Uh, Damien! Deer-like creatures with spiraled horns. All right. Damien's knowledge naturing. Uh, that's a 25 from Damien. Uh, and um, Squelch will help. <laughs> Squelch will help. Squelch help. Yep. Yep. Oh, Squelch got a 24. <laughs> so, um, Squelch is going to uh, drag Portobello away from trying to eat some of the leaves off the topiaries. Amazing. <laughs> uh, no. Portobello, come here. I know you're curious. Please stay here. What do I recognize? I have a 27. On knowledge nature. On knowledge nature. All right, you will know, know that the gray creature with the long tentacle on its face is an exotic creature known as an elephant. Oh my goodness sake! Um, and the uh, the creatures with the spiraled horns are a kind of antelope. Uh, these are creatures not normally found uh, anywhere near Corvosa. Honestly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Some of them are imported. Uh, you, you gather that the elephant uh, appears to be of Vudrani origin. Okay. Um, it's got kind of smaller ears. Yeah, well, it's got pretty big ears to you. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. From what you've seen, uh, <laughs> they're pretty big. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if you were to compare it to uh, 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 Earth thing. Yeah. Uh, it does it, it does resemble an Indian elephant. Uh, it has the small ears, uh, the uh, the nice round head. Oh, um, they're so cute. I love them. Does yes. it look like it's been well cared for? It does, actually. Oh, good. Um, it's it's currently munching on a, on a big bale of hay that somebody's just uh, put into its pen. Um, and uh, you will see the antelope are grazing on uh, grass within their enclosure. Uh, you will see there seems to be like a cage full of monkeys. Oh. Yep. <laughs> hey, didn't you try to cast something with monkeys one time, Yidia? Do not bring uh, that this up. Is, this is pretty far distant, though. Like, this is probably a couple hundred feet away. <laughs> Yidia hears the distant cry of monkeys and just goes, Ugh. Amazing. Um, anyway, uh, what draws your attention, of course, is the large domed building at the center um, with a uh, black marble arch depicting dozens of elephants standing one atop the other that frames a great ebony door on the south wall of this wide and airy entrance hall. Uh, above the door, an elephant looks out over the hall. Uh, its single eye, a glittering bloodstone the size of an apple, just a cyclopean elephant. <laughs> uh, the uh, tall windows grant a commanding view of the palace grounds. And uh, through the windows you can see a rich red carpet ten feet wide. Uh, and it looks quite nice. Uh, the doors are decorated with a six-armed six four-faced woman who rides a tiger with human hands for feet. Huh. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, can I roll to see if I know anything about that? Yeah, knowledge religion. Okay. Come on, Damien. Damien. Damien with the knowledge checks. Damien with the that's cocked. Damien with the knowing things. God damn it. Damien rolled a natural one for a total of 16. Union's going to see if they can roll any better. Junia got a 19. Uh, I guess that, uh, that might tap us. That's a 21. 21? Yeah. You're not entirely, like, like, looking at this, it seems like it has some sort of symbolic importance. Uh-huh. But you're not entirely sure. Okay. Um, you will, I mean, you guys, uh, as citizens of Corvosa will recognize that the Arcona's you know, you know the Arconas have a, a very profitable trade business with the distant nation of Vudra, mm -hmm. right? And um, it's quite common to see Vudrani stuff decorated with exotic animals. Okay. Uh, and so it's probably in line with that. Okay. We'll keep an eye out for if we if we see any uh, any of these exotic animals. Uh, we'll very see the elephants if we see any cyclopean elephants. <laughs> All right. And there are a number of guards patrolling the ground who will sort of like move to flank you guys uh, in a column of three at each side. Um, and sort of they just walk wherever you walk. Mm -hmm. um, that makes sense. They make sure Portobello stays with Squall. And they sort of like guide you to the main entrance here. Mm -hmm. The door will open quite lavishly. You'll mm -hmm. see a man uh, inside uh, 
opening both doors. Uh, he is a tall and well-dressed man with an eye patch. Uh, and he goes, Greetings, cover of night. You are expected. I am Kona-chan. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance, Kona-chan. Yes. The, the master is currently uh, readying himself, uh, but if you will wait in the lounge. Of course. Yes. Everybody will file in. Squelch, Squelch will sort of look reproachfully at the guards as she uh, leads uh, an Otiug into this place that she is concerned they will not want an Otiug to come into, just sort of reflexively being defensive. Um, uh, so oh, you, you sort of I, motion for the Otiug not to come in? No, no. Squelch is going to motion for the Otiug to come in and sort of like give a don't you test me look to the guards. And um, um, the guards don't seem to react to this at all. Huh. Um, Karnachan right. sort of bows while you're while you all are entering, uh, keeping his head low, um, and uh, just gesturing to uh, to bid you entry into the hall. All right, uh, we will go in. Um, can I get a spelling for this guy's name? I uh, feel C A R N O C H A N. C A R N O. Yes. C H A N. Yes. Okay. And he's the. Um, Sort of the doorman? What is his, what they say his job was? Uh, they will actually introduce him as the Major Domo. Major Domo, all right. Of uh, House Arcona. All right. Uh, he's he's actually dressed in a very fine suit. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's got like a uh, red velvet lining on the inside. Um, black with this very lovely floral pattern. Sort of like uh, like black with like this dark, dark red floral Ooh. pattern sort of. Uh, embroidered into it pretty and he sort of leads you he leads you to the uh east over here oh maybe they'll end up being nice and we won't have to toward destroy a all this nice lovely stuff. sitting room here all right uh we will go towards said lovely sitting room um and uh you will find uh this comfortable room is warmed by a large fireplace mm. um actually um uh for now you will see the, there is no fire burning in it, and actually, the windows are open, basically, uh, with the bottom windows pulled up and the and the top panes of the windows pulled down oh. to let this nice breeze just waft through the sitting room. Um, these, like, silk curtains gently wafting. Gently wafting Gently curtains. wafting curtains. Uh, and... <laughs> Uh, allowing the air to just sort of pass through this nice salty sea air blowing in uh, and mixing with uh, a smell of incense uh, inside. Uh, the, mar the fireplace has marble sides and a mantle carved into a parade of capering monkeys and tigers. Uh, and then a large sofa is against the north wall, while a few cozy-looking chairs sit to the south. Ah, all right. Uh, I guess we'll go in and take, take seats. Do we see any silver daggers? You do not see any silver daggers. <laughs> All uh, right. I will tell you at the end of the hallway here. Uh, so when you when you get to the hallway that that opens onto this sitting room, at the end of the hallway, there is a very large, uh, multi-armed statue, a fourteen-foot marble statue of a six-armed woman with four faces on her head, uh, one looking. Uh, to each of the four cardinal directions stands under a dome of colored glass. The statue wields numerous weapons in its six hands, 
and a small uh, kneeler at its base gives a place to pay respects to whatever deity the statue represents. Each of the statue's eight eyes is a sparkling, bright green orb. I am really, really, really hoping that that thing won't animate if we piss somebody in here off. Damien looks at it and goes, possible golem. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, place yourselves in the room how you want to be placed. All right. Uh, Unia is taking a chair. Ophelia and Damien are taking the couch. Lenore is taking a chair. And Squelch is going to sit on Portobello, who is um, nestled in as close as he can possibly get to Lenore in this large room. <laughs> Amazing. You're in the sitting room. Mm-hmm. Did did the guard come in with us? Uh, no, he he will uh, he will uh, wait for you all to take your seats, and then he will bow, uh, and he will close the doors. Uh, as the doors close, Damien is immediately going to get up and start casting detect magic in the room. Okay. Uh, to see if there are any little like if any of the little like tchotchkes or things are secretly little little snake things that are spying on us. Uh, you detect no magic in the room. All right. Unless do you guys have spells up or anything? No. Okay. Um. I suppose we could put spells up. Lenore's going to cast us see invisibility. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Flash of lights. Uh, sparkling colors. Uh, 90 minutes of, of see invisibility. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's about all we're going to do. Okay. Um, Squelch is kind of sitting there, not really sure why everyone is so worried. <laughs> okay. Breeze wafts through the room. So, um, I guess we just wait for the guy to be ready. Um, a number of magazines on one of the coffee tables. <laughs> Many uh, of them have Gloria Arcona's face on them. Oh, God. Talking about how great his business ventures are and opening of this office or this startling quarter, et cetera, et cetera. Ooh, actually, uh, I do have some other buffs that I'd like to put up. Okay. Uh, just in case we get into combat here, uh, these are these are like our per level buffs. Um, oh. Yeah, so um, uh, Squelch, Squelch Squelch has prepped life bubble today. I don't know if there's going to be any smoke, but uh, the smell of incense makes me wonder if that might be something to be concerned about. I will put up uh, delay poison communal, and then Squelch is going to put up bark skin on Portobello. Oh, here's the thing that's worth noting. While you are in this area, maybe it's the events of last night. Oh. Maybe it's the piece of the shield of Aridon that you now carry. But Unia. Oh. Something about all of this. You feel there is some sort of importance to all of it. Oh. Uh, and. Their arrow bonus. During this. Uh, during this section, a plus two bonus on all intelligence-based checks. Uh, and the other thing doesn't apply to you because you don't have, you don't get your spells from a, uh, class that grants bonus spells based on intelligence. Yes. But you do get a plus two bonus on all intelligence-based checks. Oh. While you're in here. Hero bonus. Nice. Okay. So, um, we got on buffs. Uh, yep. Okay, yep. I'm probably going to cut most of that, honestly. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but it's there. That's yeah. accounted for. Anyway, <laughs> so. So. That happens. 
that uh, happens. You all have all this magic, shimmery shit floating around you now. Yes. So you're glowing now. Um, Portobello's tentacles or bite attack? What is what's, what's uh, glowing? What? What's what natural weapons are glowing? Oh, all of them. Oh, all of them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Portobello's natural weapons are glowing. Although they 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 have been since they have been glowing the whole time. Yeah, they've been glowing. And also, the whole your time. feet have little like uh, shimmers little, around them. Little wings. All of you have like little shimmery uh, face masks <laughs> <laughs> and like little bubbles around you, almost imperceptible. But every now and then, the light catches them, and it's like you're living in a little bubble. <laughs> and so you sit in the sitting room. Who has the invisibility? Uh, Lenore. You have like shutter shades. <laughs> that sort of twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> and you sit for five minutes, ten minutes. Uh, uh, as as it pushes ten minutes, we're gonna uh, stand up and uh, poke our heads out the door. Um, and you'll see that there's uh, there's a there's a couple guards at the door over here. Uh, and Lenore's gonna call down the hallway. Hey, um, we heard that you all were expecting us. Is something the matter? What's the holdup? Oh, uh, the master is getting ready. Uh, actually, um, there, there's two guards over here. Um, you would have seen one guard. Uh, uh. Excuse me. Uh, you would have seen one guard um, at the at the west end of the lavishly carpeted hallway. Um, do you have an ETA? Ooh, Master Arcona has a ritual in the morning, and he will he'll be with you as soon as he is prepared for oh, receiving guests. How long does it usually take? It's not our place to comment on the master's doings. Uh, what? Just, 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 just quietly, like, how long does it usually take? We have a little, we have a baby Otiug in here, and I don't know when he's going to need to go to the bathroom, but he ate a lot of eggs earlier. Oh, eggy. And, um, you know, when he starts pawing at the door, you can't say no. So about 12 minutes go by before, um... Uh, you hear in the distance, uh, the sound of footsteps. Oh my god, finally. On stairs. Uh, and. Uh, then you hear the cushioned sound of, uh, feet on a very nice, like, very plush, uh, uh, like, red velvet carpet. Ah, uh, yes. As, hello, cover of night. Welcome to my abode. <laughs> I'm sorry for the By the gods, were you not offered wine? No, we've just been sitting here. <clears throat> Kana-chan! Uh, and, uh, and, uh, you'll see following behind, uh, this tall, uh, elegantly dressed man with this eye patch, uh, just sort of, yes. Garnachan, why were these people not given wine and cheese and 
We have such a fine selection of wines and cheeses. Surely you should have opened our fine stores to these heroes of Corvosa. Please, Karnachan, fetch them only the best. He's freaking, he's freaking I owe you lost. quite a debt of gratitude, don't I? I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but... Yes, of course. So, tell me, Piltswastel, how did you get rid of that old bastard? Uh, well, you know, we asked him nicely, uh, and he said no, and so then we asked him not as nicely, and he still said no, so we killed him. Excellent. And he sort of just gently claps his hands. I love a good story, don't you? I, I could probably tell it better. You know, this this town is full of wonderful stories. I've heard all sorts, and I've heard quite a few about all of you. All good things, I hope. And, you know, Pilt Swastel, I've uh, never heard too many good stories from him. <laughs> Gods know I've been to his theater uh, a number of times looking for such a good story, but... <gasps> I'm afraid I've always found the man lacking, if you know. Rather execrable. Execrable. <laughs> quite, quite. Yes. Uh, and uh, while he's talking, Carnachan uh, will sort of slink off toward the west. Now, it's lovely to have all of you here. And I, I must be honest, you've actually saved me quite a lot of trouble because I was going to have to track you all down and have you all do something about that Piltswastel if it had gone on any longer. See, he was starting to undermine the stability of Endrin Isle. Well, don't worry. You know, uh, if there's trouble, we tend to fight it. <laughs> Righto. Very good. Very good. Uh, I suppose that, uh, that wherever there is trouble, you won't be too far behind, eh? You could say that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Enterprising. I do love an enterprising sort. Well, there's enterprising and then there's unlucky. Hmm. Well, uh, I would say that you all have found yourselves quite lucky. And he pulls out a newspaper and goes, front page of the Corvosa carrier. Quite a feat. Done it a few times myself. But uh, congratulations <laughs> on your first. Hopefully not the last, I suppose. Oh, they, they want that picture? Oh. Yes, of course. I love what it says here. <clears throat> Ragtag bunch of misfits defies the Grey Maidens and stops an Urgothoan plot by Chelish Meddler. It's quite a headline, isn't it? Goes on a bit long, don't you think? Ragtag? Yes, it says here, it says here that the, that the, that the cover of night, and he goes on to read the article. <laughs> it actually kind of describes you guys in sort of not so flattering terminology. They didn't get my good side. Uh, what do you mean? They're showing the side without um, the scar. They like I said. talk about the emotionally troubled uh, cleric who claims to uh, channel the power of Eridan. Claims. Unable, unable to come to grips with the reality of their situation. They talk about uh, a, a uh, oft-maligned researcher whose uh, life's work uh, deals with the quaint study <laughs> of Varician <laughs> fortune-telling. <laughs> they talk about a humble blacksmith who has only just learned to turn their talents to wielding the blade rather than forging them. <laughs> Damien's sitting there silently fuming. And a mysterious stranger 
who may be as dangerous as the criminals she tries to put away. Squelch holds up her little hand. I'm new. Yes, I don't think I've heard it. What is the deal with the Otiug? Portobello is my friend. Very well. Any friend of the cover of night is a friend of mine, I suppose. Portobello would like to reach out uh, his 15-foot-long tentacle to give Gloria Arcona a handshake. And he will shake the, the OTX hand. I so just taught him that. I have, uh, uh, I have a question. So w- what do you guys... What do you guys feel about Glorio here? Uh, I would like to make a sense motive check because, like, I'm getting the impression that, you know, he's saying nice things about us and then he's proceeding to, like, insult us at every turn. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about you. You guys got on the Corvus Carrier. Not a huge deal. I've done it before several <laughs> times, but, you know, it's good. Oh, and these, this, uh, this, this story they did on all of you. Well, it's not very flattering, is it? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I would like to sense motive on this fellow. Uh, <laughs> so Damien is leading the group with a, a 21. Seems jovial enough. Uh, plus four. 25. Seems pretty friendly, honestly. Um, all right, all right. Uh, you know, he's he's highlighting, uh, he's sort of highlighting the negative aspects of the article, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, you know, it could be seen as a diss at you, or it could be sort of like dissing the paper. We're all having a good laugh over how uh, this rag is no good. Yes. You know, I've had my fair share of tumbles in the uh, Corvosa carrier, you know. I'm sure you've heard about a few of them, uh, some uh, of my yeah, business yeah. ventures, which are quite profitable, and a few of them which... Uh, yeah, the whole deal with the, um, gosh, what was it? All the world's meat? All the world's mm. meat has nothing to do with Arcona Enterprises. The delusions of a man who thought himself a suitor to my daughter <laughs> were his own. All right. I believe that our, you'll find our legal position maintains the same. Well, uh, far be it for me to uh, challenge your legal position. Of course, it was in a facility that, that House Arcona was supervising in escrow. But as you know, during the riots following Eadred's death, it was very difficult to maintain control of any building. Yeah. Let alone one so far away and so <sighs> disused. Oh, yeah. Um, is I, I mean, I imagine that's probably one of the reasons you sold that warehouse, right? Uh, the warehouse that ended up housing the Hospice of the Blessed Maiden? Ah. You know, the Ergothoan cult. So, you found out about that little thing, have you? Well, you know, kind of the Vudrani stuff all over the doors and things were a <laughs> I do bit have of a, a bit giveaway. Of, I, be, I do have a bit of a uh, an eye for panache, don't I? You have a distinctive style, sir. Very good, very good. Yes. Well, unfortunately, the warehouse there was one of the many things that House Arconas had to part with during the uh, recent adventures of our lovely young queen. Of course. Yes. Unfortunately, I didn't have much say in the matter. Uh, it was either sell it at the price that was asked or um, have it taken. Yeah. And, well, I don't like to leave a business arrangement without a profit, so... Of course. I did what had to be done, and I acquiesced to the <clears throat> less than satisfactory offer. Of course. To stave offer even worse. It is really remarkable 
what our lovely young queen has managed to accomplish in the short time she's been on the throne. It is quite remarkable, you might say. You know, I've had a long career here in Corvosa, and I thought I've played the game quite well, don't you think? Gilding this hand and making sure the right mouths are fed and placating the naysayers with donations to the charities of their choice and all those sorts of things. And, and yet, and yet this chelish girl comes in here and just takes the whole place by storm. And I bet she hasn't done a single thing to thank you for everything that you've done for Corvosa. You could say that she has not played the game, that she has not gilded the right palms, that she has not made sure the right people are eating as well as they would like. Uh, and you do get the sense that as he's saying this, uh, he's sort of conveying a deeper Mm-hmm. distrust of Iliosa mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the arrogance of youth, am I right? Someone <laughs> like that, she probably thinks she owns the entire world. Oh, well, she certainly thinks she owns Corvosa. Well, she'll learn one thing or the other, don't you think? I think she'll learn probably quite soon that the rigors of ruling are <laughs> a bit more difficult than shock and awe in a few places, a dramatic gesture here and there, a display of power. Mm. What a pity that we'll never know what happened the night of Eodred's death. What a pity indeed. I'm sure if those walls could talk, they'd have quite a story. Mm-hmm. Seem like his eyes gently alight on you. Um, dark-skinned hand strokes his goatee. But, (laughs) how often do walls talk, am I right? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, if somebody's cast magic mouth on them, walls can talk a lot. Anyway. (laughs) You should have seen what the Ergothoans did to that elevator. Damien! You know, I wish there was something I could do. If... If only there were information about what had happened in that place. How Queen Iliosa has been so well prepared to position herself so agilely. You know, she's a charismatic young lady, no doubt. But to maneuver these sorts of stratagems, these sorts of gains... It takes a bit more than just business savvy and a good smile. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> I've got both. <laughs> and I don't have what she has right now. Do you have any hypotheses? <laughs> well, I've got theories. Theories backed by some evidence. <clears throat> I suspect that the Queen is capable of quite more than most of the average people of Corvosa think. And I expect that you hold a similar view. I would say that your expectation is reasonable. Uh, And you will get the sense uh, from what he's saying that he is giving you the opportunity to come to him, um, planting the seeds of I might be open to discussing 
the queen yeah. in less than savory terms. Yeah. But you have to come to me. You know, I heard that when Marcus Endren tried to assassinate her, she came right back up. I heard the same thing, you know. I've never seen a human do that. I've never seen a human do that either. Quite a thing, don't you think? Mm. Makes you think there might be something more than human about her. Perhaps. Might have something to do with that nice new hat she has, don't you think? Mm, could be. <laughs> that hat, a mighty strange thing, isn't it? Yes. Now, I will admit, if someone were to have that sort of information, it'd be very valuable, don't you think? Mm, yes. Um, and... <clears throat> In order to get that information, you'd probably need something of equal value. Hmm. Something like hmm, control of Endrin Isle. Mm-hmm. And as it so happens, that's a difficult gift to give. It is. But I'm happy to accept. <laughs> so speaking out of character a little bit here. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, the, obviously I have some bad feelings that the Arconas are mixed up in some bad shit. Um, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this, you know, having even temporarily an alliance with somebody else against the queen who, again, as we've said before, seems to be trying to kill the entire city um, might be mm -hmm. nice. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so you know and you know it's also something that we could rescind <laughs> mm -hmm. so Ophelia uh, so Siren will um, take out one of one of her knives just to and, and sort of just blunt it gently against her glove against her leather gloves I suppose resting control like that would be a bit easier if you had the support of a much-beloved ragtag group of heroes. Well, I suppose I... In a way, I already do, don't I? I mean... I guess you do. <laughs> Perhaps a photo opportunity, yes? Yeah. In celebration of the unification of Old Corvosa. Now, of course, there are a few things that need to be taken care of, a few little matters here and there, but... but Fortunately for all of us here in this room, Carnachan uh, actually comes forth at this point with a uh, with a serving tray with a bottle of wine and uh. glasses. The tough work's already been done. So, to Pilt Swastel, God's rest his soul. Yes, may he experience in death what he delivered to others in life. Ha! Huh. And have the reviews to match it. <laughs> um, and we'll partake of the wine and cheese because we so, just delay poison on ourselves. <laughs> and so you drink and you eat. And it goes, very good. Very good. And I, again, must thank you for delivering to me control of old Corvosa. We're happy to help. Well, you know, uh, I had thought that I would entice you to do what you've already done with a gift. But I suppose now that it's done, it's time for payment for a job well done, don't you suppose? Of course. Yes, I, su I suppose so. And he, uh, he uh, holds out his pinky finger and he pulls off a ring. 
Yes. As payment for the <laughs> removal. Hilt Swastel. Arcona Imports and House Arcona. Thank you very much. And of course, I thank you as well. Excellent. And he gives you this. It's a ring set with a deep green bloodstone. Ooh. Um, pretty. Uh, it sort of gives it to you. Uh, he, he pulls out of his pocket like a little box that you can carry it in. Oh, um, thank you. Mm -hmm. um, we will take the ring. Uh, Ophelia will take the ring and put it in the box. And then take the box and put it in her cloak. Don't you want to know which it is you've got? Oh, I suppose, yes. I didn't want to appear <laughs> to... Uh, no, 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 no matter. Uh, okay. Go on, look at yes, it. sure, sure. Really look at it. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> I, I want to know if he's, like, handing me a bomb or some shit. <laughs> like, engraved on the stone, it says, I've prepared explosive runes today. Sense uh, <laughs> motive. Sense motive. Squelch got a 17 on die for a total of 29. Uh, so, did anybody else roll above a 10? Unia did. Uh, 31. <laughs> Incredible. Does anything seem hanky about this? Um, it seems like a nice ring with a gold, with a green bloodstone in it. Alright. Um, Ophelia will... Oops. Ophelia will uh, make an appraise check okay on on the on the ring um and demon will go um do, do you mind i i could cast detect magic he looks to glorio it's part of my identification process damien will cast detect I magic i encourage you to do it <laughs> damien will cast detect magic oh boy ophelia gets a 20 on her appraise check and what does Damien see with Detect Magic? This is, it has an aura of moderate transmutation. All right. Um, did you roll Spellcraft already? I didn't roll Spellcraft yet. I yeah, will uh, roll now. Uh, yep. Do, 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 do. 36. This is a Ring of Evasion. Ooh. This ring continually grants the wearer the ability to avoid damage as if they had evasion. Whenever you make a reflex saving throw to determine whether you take half damage, a successful save results in no damage. Wow. It's like the, uh, the uh, rogue ability of the same name. Cool. Uh, I'm looking at all of my... Oh, Lenore has a ring of jumping. Maybe Lenore can take this ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> Amazing. And whatever curses it comes with. Well, uh... We won't, we won't all just start displaying all of the magic rings we have on our hands. Um, Ophelia will go, well, this, um, it, it certainly looks valuable. And uh, Damien um, will go, oh, uh, that's a ring of evasion. Yes. That's, that's amazing. To help you in your future adventures, you all have done quite a bit to shape the balance of power here in Corvosa, and I think you could do a good bit more. Well, um... Thank you. Consider it payment for a job well done. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> yes, you know, I've had my fair share of uh, attempts to change the balance of power here in Corvosa, and uh, some of them have gone better than others. While they're talking, Lenore's going to pull off her ring of jumping and put the ring of evasion on. Okay, cool. 
now I know who you are, and I, I'm sure you think you know who I am as well. But I'm sure you feel you have very little reason to trust me. But I am a businessman, and my interest <laughs> is, and has always been, business. Arcona Imports had a good thing going for a long while. You see, all these other houses, they resented us because we weren't typical chelish families. And I suppose they're not entirely to blame. I mean, <laughs> do I look like a typical chelish noble to you? Typical chelish nobles, of course, being generally quite pale, um, having uh, uh, quite similar features to one another. Yeah. Uh, they're <laughs> quite English, I might yeah, say. Yeah, think, think the British royal family. Yeah, think the British royal family. <laughs> um, and here you have a man who looks to be of uh, probably mixed chelish and Vudran ancestry. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he, he has dark skin and, uh, glorious, <laughs> glorious, <laughs> uh, wavy black hair and a, th and a nice little goatee. Oh, uh, look at him. He's waxed, smiling. With little wax tips on his mustache turned up. He, he does not, in yeah. fact, look very much like a typical chelish noble. Yeah. Uh, Ophelia, we go, you, you're right. You don't quite look typical of there. And why should we? When my family came to this place, we had nothing. Nothing, I tell you. But we fought tooth and nail to bring this city up to where it is. And then, there are those who think that they can just come in here and take what we have built. It's very rude of them. It is very rude of them. Uh, and, he, and when he says very rude, uh, there, is a, there is like this brief moment that he sort of like bears his teeth at it. Almost... Striking, in kind of a striking way. Oh. Um, and he goes, he reaches into a pocket and he goes, do you know how much they would pay for this little bottle of spice in Voudra? Uh, I, I, what is that? You can't possibly sell it. Is that... Damien, Damien would like to look, uh, do I recognize what this is? Um, it's, it's sort of a, sort of a common blend of spices that, uh, is imported from uh Vudra that sells at like a really high price like think it's probably like curry powder uh, <laughs> um but like but like uh it's it's something that Corvosa nobles will pay like top dollar for this too and then they sprinkle a tiny bit on their food and go oh it's Ooh, so, so spicy. spicy yes uh he goes do you know how much they pay for this over in Vudra uh I'd guess basically nothing you can't give the stuff away everyone has it and no one buys it but you take a little bit of this, and you transport it just a few thousand miles. Suddenly, it's ten gold for a jar. Wow. And see, that's where my family has always seen opportunity. Take something worthless and give it value. But now, we've given this city value. And they're making it worthless. <laughs> and I'd like to do something about that. And I think you're the sort of people that could help me with that. Yes. But I have to ask myself, how can I help you? Well, we heard a rumor that on the night that King Eodred was killed, didn't die of disease, was killed, 
the, the Seneschal didn't die, but instead went missing. Quite a tale. As we've previously discussed, I'm a fan of interesting stories. Now, we don't have any idea where Neolandis Kalapopoulos may have gotten off to. Um, but we think you might. That's Siren saying that? Yes. Come now. Come all this way. You. <laughs> you killed Pilt Swastle and you come to my doorstep and you tell me you don't have even the faintest idea where Neolandis Kalapopoulos is. Well, we have more than a faint idea, but I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> well... Not to a new friend. See, you are enterprising young folk. And as I've said, I do love enterprise. And I have respect for your business. As I'm sure you have respect for mine. Of course. See, Corvosa was built up by Arcona Imports. And we intend to continue building it up. But there are a few things that are <clears throat> getting in our way. And you're right to think that I am a good person to ask about this Neolandus Galapopolis. You see, I am a man of significant means. And when a concerned party brought Neolandis to my doorstep. I did everything I could to make sure he was kept away from prying eyes. <laughs> and undoubtedly, he could probably tell a tale or two that would interest you and quite a few people in Corvosa. <laughs> but... There's a difficulty there. You see, I've taken great pains to put him out of the reach of prying eyes, but <sighs> keeping him away from uh, prying eyes does put him out of, you might say, even my reach. As I've said, we built this place up from nothing, and but we didn't, it's probably not fair to say we started without good bones. I placed Neolandis in a very secure place just below this very house. A place where no one could find him. Of course, unless I were to lead them to him. But if I'm being honest, don't particularly want to lead anyone to him. I would say with all due respect in the interest of our new friendship our side of the work would be very much aided by the stories Neolandis has to tell well I'm sure you would and enterprising folk like yourself might just be able to get him out and I'm willing to help. I can tell you how to get in. I can't necessarily tell you how to get out. 
but that's security for you. <laughs> <clears throat> Sir, hmm? are we, are you suggesting we break into your vault? <laughs> break in? No, no, I invite the challenge. You see, the vivified labyrinth is uh, <laughs> quite a little puzzle. And I'm sure you'll find it very interesting. And at the end of it, you might find Neolandus Calipopolis. You might not. But enterprising folk like you, I'm sure you stand a good chance of putting on a good show. We do like to put on a good show. I think you'll find that if we fail to put on a good show, we are more than happy to come back and try again. I think it's worth a rousing game. Don't you? Unia comes forward. The feeling, the, the portentous nature of this occasion weighing heavily on their brow. Mr. Arcona. We have very little reason to trust you and even f smaller incentive to acquiesce to your ridiculous demands. However, this does sound interesting. <laughs> now, if anybody wants to roll um, a knowledge local check on the name Vivified Labyrinth. Yeah. I will knowledge local. 25. 25. You have heard. Uh, who, who, who succeeded on this? Uh, Damien and Ophelia. Damien um, uh, and Ophelia. You have heard rumors of this vivified labyrinth. It's apparently a notorious dungeon uh, where uh, the Arconas torment both prisoners and agents alike. <laughs> uh, you know that it is a place that is meant to test those loyal to the Arconas and punish the disloyal. Uh-huh. Uh, and you know that uh, by most rumor, it predates Palace Arcona itself. Good bones, indeed. Good bones. Oh, boy. So, I'm willing to make a wager. Hmm? Mm hmm? I'm willing to bet that you can make it out with your friends. Friends? <laughs> don't pretend that I don't know about your other reason for coming here. You're not the first to come knocking on my door looking for someone. They're both secure within the labyrinth. Now, what secure means to you and what secure means to me obviously might be different things. But... Suffice it to say, there's no way that either of them are getting out without your help. I'm willing to bet that you can get them out. And when you do, I think another reward will be in place. On our cracks, your knuckles. All right, these buffs aren't going to stay up all day. Let's go. Um, don't you want to know what the, what the reward is? Uh, oh, I thought you were going to keep being cagey. Tell us. <laughs> I do like being cagey, you know. I'm willing to give you seats on my council when we use the information that Neolandis has. That's generous. Of course. It's good to keep the keys to power close to you, don't you know? 
And you all are quite a ring of keys, if I do say so myself. <laughs> well, thank you. Very well. Lead the way. And of course, if you fail, certain death. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> As uh, if we came in here expecting anything else. And he's going to start leading you uh, toward uh, toward uh, the north, toward the statue. All right. Will... These two guards will part. Uh, Ophelia and Lenore will lead. Then we have Damien and Unia. And then we have Squelch and Portobello. I gotta say, this is turning out differently than I thought it would. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I was expecting to, to get to this point, but not after, like, y you know, a uh, half an hour friendly conversation. <laughs> yeah. I do like the uh, the it's dual meaning of secure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, coming out into this area, mm -hmm. uh, you will see a chamber that uh, hardly seems to be part of the palace, but looks more like a clearing in the heart of a vast jungle, mm. teeming with life. The sky above is a deep, cloudless blue, while in the distance, hazy towers rise above the verdant canopy. Exotic bird calls fill the air. The scent of dozens of unfamiliar flowers and plants assault the nose. And everywhere, a riot of colors demand the eye. Whether it's the wing of a tropical bird, the petals of a brightly hued flower, or the glittering multicolored tiles that make up a round fountain to the north. The fountain's central plume is a stone pillar around which entwine two cobra statues that clutch green gems in their fanged maws. To the south of the fountain stands an immense, life-sized jade statue of an elephant, uh, a hoda perched on its back. That's amazing. Its tusks and trunk raised high in greeting to the southeast doors. Boy, am I glad we learned what elephants were. Uh, from inside from inside the room, the doors look more like gates set into a wrought iron fence that encircles the garden. Other gates set in this fence doubtless lead to other parts of the palace. And after a bit more observation, uh, the, some, the somewhat static nature of the jungle and landscape becomes apparent. The walls of this garden are in fact an incredibly realistic and clever painting wow. of a Vudrani jungle scape. Wow. D Damien can't quite help himself. His mouth falls open a bit. And it is it is quite warm and it's very humid. Is in that here. an illusion spell? Oh, a little bit of a, a little trifle. Now, uh, Nudhali, Avishanu, you can come out now. And uh, two guards will uh, emerge from some bushes. Here. Our guests have decided to brave the tests of the labyrinth. And I suppose now's as good as time as any to get in there, don't you think? Yeah, let's do this. Very well. Looks at the elephant. <laughs> Kamidu is blind. And as he says, Kamidu is blind. The elephant <gasps> animates. And uh, rears up on its back legs 
revealing a trap door beneath its feet. It's so cool. Well, I sure do love free enterprise, don't you? Yeah, this is... Uh, Gestures toward the trap door. I guess we're gonna go in now. Um, uh, <laughs> Lenore says her, her, her clever words a bit spent, honestly. Everybody will take out their requisite weapons uh, in preparation to go downstairs. We're making it clear we're not aiming it at Gloria or either of the guards. You know, people have just have their weapons readied now. Uh, okay. And we are going to proceed. Okay. And so you proceed down the trapdoor. Yes. And into the vivified the labyrinth. The vivified labyrinth. Yes. Indeed. And, um... As you all descend down into the dungeon, mm-hmm. uh, if you're okay with a little bit of out of character knowledge, yeah, yeah. you see um, basically the uh, Glorio smiling, watching you all descend down as the last of you go through the trap door. Uh, one of the guards, a man by the name of Avishandu, uh, Closes the trapdoor, turns a key. Glorio turns his back, his cape fluttering behind him. And as he does so, the elephant puts its feet back down, covering the trapdoor. Mm-hmm. And he reaches into a pocket, unfurls a scroll, and it goes, The headed your way. Let's see how well you do. And the scroll. Burns up in his hands. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I'm very excited. <laughs> Go into the eel guy's lair. And he's like, oh, yeah, I have what we're looking for. Just so we agree, um, we both really hate Iliose, yeah? So, I mean, maybe we don't have to kill each other immediately here. How about you go through my uh, my labyrinth of things that'll probably kill you? And if you make it out the other side, maybe we can work together. <laughs> yep. All right. That's where we'll leave off for today. Ah! And we'll follow up next time. On Cass of the Crimson Throne. throne. (laughs) Verily. I wonder who Glorio has waiting for us in the labyrinth. Perhaps someone who reminds us of the babe? To Heaven to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukshire. The Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your own games, check out sirenscape.com. This session featured music from Michael Gelfi Audio and Philip Melvin, including The Moonlight Flower, The Ballad of Rosemary, the Keymaster, and the Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz. This session also featured a music track from Sirenscape that we're leaving unnamed for now, but that you can find in the Curse of the Crimson Throne sound set. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, to Have and To Roll.tumblr.com. 
And remember, we do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see how he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email to haventoroll at gmail.com, subject line, Rain's Day Job. We will be back in two weeks as the cover of night delve into the mind-bending pathways in the depths of Arcona Palace. What secrets lurk beneath the castle's gilded surface? Peel back the layers with us next time. Bye! Hold on. Baby. Baby has found a bag. Hello, little one. She's so small. <laughs> Look at her in her little shirt. Oh, she's in this nice portable carrying case. Yep. The cat is in the bag. The cat is in the bag. Repeat, the cat is in the bag. Matt Berry. <laughs> yes, Matt Berry. It's amazing. It's very it. good. I know I'm not laughing as hard at this as I laughed at the Dr. Duvalis, uh, um Nick Cage parody, but... um. Rain just does the Matt Berry voice more often. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's less off-putting and makes me less nervous. <laughs> All right. Why do you not like when Nicholas Cage comes out? Uh, when you let him out of his cage? <laughs> not let him out of his Nicholas Cage, even. Uh. Construct. I mean, magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Space. Space. <laughs> <gotta> go space. <laughs> If you want to know what buffs Deft had up and all the details about how the hours were divided up, you can subscribe to the bonus content. I think that's a thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. Support us on Kickstarter or something. Patreon. By solar systems. Not, 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 Not Patreon. We don't have a Patreon.